0: Thank you for your faithfulness. We choose tonight to raise a hallelujah. Amen? Yes. Thank you, Lord, faithful one. Good evening, saints of God. How you doing? We're so excited to be with you. What I can't even tell you what a privilege. Pastors, thank you so much for the opportunity to be with you tonight. And, and our only agenda tonight is just to honor the name of Jesus, to lift him up that he would inhabit, that he would dwell in the praises of his sons and daughters tonight. The Lord enjoys your worship. You have the ear of your Father tonight. So no matter what you came in with, we choose to raise a hallelujah. This is truly how we fight our battles. We lift up his name, the name above all names, the name of Jesus, Lord, we lift up your name. We lift up your name. Lay down whatever you might have carried in here that's heavy. Let him do the heavy lifting tonight. His yoke is easy, his burden is light, amen? So we choose to cast our cares on him. So would you just join me and just say, whatever you wanna do, King Jesus, we honor you in this house, we lift up your name. You alone are worthy, my God. You alone are worthy. Come on, just begin to tell him that. Worthy one, holy one, express your love to him tonight how we honor you in this place. We lift you up, Jesus, Jesus, no other name. Our betrothed, our beloved one, our soon coming king. We honor you, King Jesus. We lift you up, King Jesus. You're worthy, you're worthy, you're worthy. You're worthy one, holy Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Let's just worship together and lift up his name together. Amen.
1: I'm not afraid to
2: over our nation let's sing it over this region right now let the wind
1: Here and now, dead things coming back to life
2: because revival is here and now. Let's declare that dead things coming back to life, revival. He loves you in the most intimate in the most deep way. He we are here for him and he is here for us. And so I just encourage you to just like open your heart to him. Open your heart to receive. Open your heart to praise.
1: Yeah. sing in heaven day and night night and day holy holy we were praying earlier and we saw
2: angels in in that back room and I was during worship I started seeing angels here and there all over with trumpets singing with us
1: yeah heaven is here and earth as it is in heaven he is here King is here
3: just wanna speak the name of Jesus addiction starts to break declaring there is hope and there is freedom I speak Jesus your name is power Darkness over every enemy. Oh, Jesus, for my family, I speak the holy name.
1: Jesus, Jesus, shout Jesus from the mountain.
3: Jesus in the street. Jesus in. Darkness over every enemy. Jesus, for my family, I
1: see the holy day. Jesus,
3: shout Jesus, Jesus, shout Jesus from the mountains, Jesus in the street, Jesus in the break every stronghold shine through the shadows burn like the fire your name is power your name is healing your name Shadows burn like a fire. Burn like a fire. Burn like a fire. Burn. depression, you can't stay. There's hope in his name. Sickness, you can't stay. There's healing in his name.
1: Been held in your head from the moment that I wake up until I lay my head, and I'm I will sing the goodness of God. And I love You, Lord, for Your mercy never fails.
3: sense.
0: holy, you're so worthy,
4: beautiful one, no one like you, no one like you, holy one, there's such a tangible glory in the room, isn't there?
0: Father, we cry out for God, for God, awakening, awakening for the city. You're the desire of this city. You're de- the desire of the UK. Jesus, you are the desire of nations. And so Lord, we cry out for the neighbors, God. We cry out for those that can hear the worship from this place, God, that, that you would woo them with your cords of love, that you would draw them in, Lord, in your kindness, God, that you would bring awakening and revival again in the city in the name of Jesus. Wake up, wake up through bride, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Share your heartbeat with us in this hour, God. Share your heartbeat with us in this hour. Holy one. We pray for the harvest, for the so many is so many that you won't be able to count, just like Smith prophesied, God. We just pray, Father, that this is the now, this is the hour, God, that the harvest would come in. And we say, here we are. Send us. Use us, God. Use us, God. Give us ears to hear. Spirit of God, speak through us. Draw the hungry ones in, God, the thirsty ones in. We say, come quickly, Jesus. But Lord, give us your heart for the harvest. Let us be moved with compassion when we see the multitude multitudes. Let us be moved with your compassion. We thank you. We thank you that these signs follow us who believe. We thank you, Jesus, that this is the hour for the mighty move of God. We thank you that cancer will be healed, the authoritic will be healed, that the dead will be raised. God, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, God faithful when I thank you for your sons and daughters in this room your marked ones your branded ones your firebrands God the hungry ones father I thank you for their yes to you and God I pray that you would take them deeper than they've ever been with a renewed hunger and thirsting and longing for your word God new places in the heavenly realm God, more of you I thank you Jesus for the more of who you are on your sons and daughters thank you for your faithfulness holy God holy God Shobahadash, yeah. We say yes. We say here we are. Would you take the coal? Would you cleanse our lips, God? Expose whatever needs to be exposed in our hearts, sir. Just know a Spirit of God. Mm-hmm. as we sing songs to him he's singing over us even now he's singing over us daddy we want to hear those songs the sounds of heaven
4: wow jesus mm. i guess <laughs> Does anybody need to be healed in the room? Anybody
0: need a physical healing? None, okay. Can we, we, come guys, let's cover him. Jesus, anybody else? We had a sweet friend, Olga. She's had a, a brain tumor for a long time and she was going in for an MRI about a month ago and young people began to surround her and pray, laid hands on her, prayed. She went in for the MRI. The doctor says, there is no sign of it at all. He's, he doesn't, it. it's a miracle of God. She's healed. We serve a, a, a miracle working God. We were at a youth camp and we had a young lady, we were just worshiping, we were singing, God of miracles come. And a few people had sore throats and scratchy throats. And we were just praying for physical healing for the, the people as we were camping that weekend. And as and so we're praying over one of our friends, Naya, who's 33, she's been blind in her right eye since birth. All of a sudden she starts crying and going, We're praying for her sore throat, right? And God opened her blind eye completely. It was beautiful. We weren't even praying for her blind eye. God opened it. She went to the eye doctor. The eye doctor said he has no explanation except a miracle of God. Amen? That's the God we serve. Yeah, so Lord, we just thank you. You guys cover him and pray. Anybody else? Jesus. Yes, sister? Thank you, God. It's such an honor to be with family we haven't met yet that loves Jesus and you can just sense just the, the heart of worship. Yeah. You guys extend your hands. Father, I thank you for total healing from their head to their toes that their body will line up with the word of God. You, Jesus, are the word. Whoa. And you sense your word, God, to heal her, to heal him you should love him too Pastors, thank you for the honor of being here and just worshiping with you in this place. Yeah, we just bless you. Thank you for Pastor Denver. We love you so much. Ah, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I just want to encourage you a little bit tonight as God's doing some miracles here. We have a group of 15 of us here from Florida. We brought the sunshine with us. <laughs> Amen. Everybody says it rains every day, but it's been beautiful. We've spent the last two days in Wales, um, and we had the privilege of praying and worshiping in Pisgah Chapel and Mariah Chapel, where the Welsh Revival was prayed into that region. And and then we went to Rhys Howells to the the Bible school in Wales and got to intercede in there with them and meet some beautiful saints of God in there. It was incredible. The, The revival history in this land, the wells that are here are deep, my friends. They're deep. And it's just really a privilege to be with you, to worship together with you. And I just want to encourage you for a few minutes and whatever Holy Spirit wants to do, he is welcome to do tonight. That's what we've told him. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. God is on the move. He's on the move. Like, you were born for this time, for this hour. You know, he's handpicked you. Listen, there's no plan B. We've got to have his glory. Government will not save us, especially in America. You know, other things, education will not save us. It's got to be the power of God, the move of God. And I really believe this is the end times harvest. And Masha was making our shirts for our, our, our ministry, and she put, revival is coming. And I said, no, revival is here. Amen. We're watching. I believe we're seeing the raindrops of revival that God is moving. I've never seen such a hunger in people as i do now such a desperation in people as i do now and i know in florida god's been opening up football stadiums in public high schools that we saw 700 kids in a public high school in florida receiving the lord worshiping together it's just been amazing to me what he's doing you know in the midst of darkness getting darker how much more will the light and the love of god shine amen mm-hmm
1: During the service, I had a few sensations, and uh, I feel like the Lord's gonna heal those things. So I'm not asking for you to raise your hand, but I felt a pain right here in my left calf sort of area. And also in my hand, like right here, this sort of area. And then also right here, not really the heart, but like right here. And I just want you to know that if that's a pain, you just say, Lord, I know that right now you wanna heal it. And he's faithful to do
0: that. Amen good i'm so glad you're here tonight i'm so glad i get to be here tonight too really a privilege so all of us come from different sunday fellowships and we come together at a storefront that we have our worship war room in florida we actually have two storefronts in two different cities and we spend Mondays and Thursdays worshiping, and then we go out and take worship out on the streets, and we get to share the love of Jesus on the streets with people every weekend. And, and it's been really an amazing thing to watch what God's doing. We started off working with youth, then they got a little bit older. So, uh, you know, then we were a young adult ministry, and then the Lord began to say, what do you burn for? And they began to burn for the brothels and, the, and you know, the strip clubs and the places on the streets. So as, as the young adults began to go out on the streets and love people to life, then a whole bunch of people, different backgrounds, different ages, began to come, hungry ones. And the Lord said, "It's 7:47." And I'm like, "The plane?" He said, "No, it's Luke 7:47. A company of those who are forgiven much, who love much." And that's what He's doing. He's drawing people in. We're watching. We've watched two brothels shut down. We've watched uh, every every couple of weeks we have teams, women who go in and they actually let them into the strip clubs. We're watching women get rescued, get baptized in the Holy Spirit fall out under the power of God in a strip club that's that's that'll change your paradigm of where God should show up right (laughs) but he loves people and this is an urgent hour and he's drawing them in his kindness in this hour and we're watching people get saved and delivered and set free everywhere and I just I'm just here to encourage you because you carry revival fire in this region and God has handpicked you for this hour and so I just wanted to share a couple nuggets with you and then we'll we'll pray for one another and Whatever God wants to do, amen. So, we were singing this song, Revival's in the Air, and I love that song so much because it is. And I want to just look at some of the words. I can see a valley of dry bones rattling, moving bone to bone. You breathe the breath of life into our lungs. Marching on our knees, we march to love. Let me remind you, saints of God, that there's power in our prayers. Prayers shake heaven. As we were in Reese Howell's war room, I mean, they shifted World War II with intercession. Things changed in the spirit, which came down and changed in the natural through prayer. I want to remind us tonight how powerful your prayers are. They really do shift things. And Christ is in you, the hope of glory, and the same power that raised Jesus from the dead is inside of you. Every place you go, you change atmospheres. Every place you go, you carry the presence and the glory of God. The reality is, though, sometimes we're caught up in our own stuff, in our own agenda, that we don't realize God can show up in a grocery store and at a gas station. But he loves to do that. He loves to show up outside these four walls. That's his heartbeat in this hour. And he's looking for those who are hungry, who are people of prayer. I was thinking as we were worshiping and just the sweet presence of the Lord, Song of Songs says, you know, your love is better than life. Your, your kisses from heaven. Let, me, let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth. For your love is better than the sweetest wine. His love is better than anything the world has to offer. And that word kiss in the Hebrew is neshach. It means to arm and equip for battle. That place of intimacy between you and Jesus, that place of knowing his heart, his heartbeat, that place of prayer, the place of in his word, spending time fellowshipping, listening to his voice, that place equips you and arms you for battle in this hour. So yes, the enemy's out to rob that time with you. Spend time in this this life, this word of God that's living and active. Martin Luther said, the Bible is alive. It speaks to me. It has feet. It runs after me. It has hands. It lays hold of me. (laughs) Let it lay hold of you. Somebody said, I don't read this book. It reads me. There's life in this book. Begin to look for the promises of God and stand on them. Declare them for, for your healing, for restoration, for your sons and daughters. I brought some scriptures in. What we did, we were at a youth camp for like 500 kids, and, and I, I just they spend so much time on their devices. They need to spend time eating the the book and not on Facebook, right? Amen, right? And so so I said, I want you to put this on your bathroom mirror. I had 10 scriptures. I have some for overcoming fear and anxiety. Some for praying over your children. Some for your identity, who you are in Christ, because the enemy's out. He, he's out to steal identities in this hour royalty is your identity remember that you're a son or daughter of the living god you're not an orphan if you said yes to jesus so i said i want you to put these scriptures on the bathroom mirror and i want you every time you brush your teeth hopefully twice a day (laughs) that you're reading read the scripture stand on the promises of god you know everybody's teeth is a little bit whiter because they're standing but until you get that word in your heart one of the cities we minister in in charlotte county there's a a lot of ukrainians and russians that have moved there actually many of them moved years ago when persecution came to the ukraine before the war and so i was talking we were having a meal at one of the couples who's part of our leadership team down there and, and the gentleman said both of his grandfathers spent five years in prison in the ukraine for their faith They had a Bible, they weren't allowed to have the word of God, and they had handwritten the entire Bible, and they would read it to their family every day. It was really big because it was written by hand, and they would hide it. And one day the KGB came and took the Bible from them, and both of his grandfathers spent five years in prison for their faith for the word of God. And I wonder in this hour... If the government or whoever takes this word of God away from you, how much of it will be hidden in your heart? How much of it do you know that that you won't be swept away by doctrines that tickle, itching ears, that your heart will not wax cold, that you'll keep your heart. The Bible says in the end times, many people's hearts will wax cold. I declare and decree that it will not be you and I, and that we'll be fire starters for the people around us. Amen? And even those that we know who have walked away, there's dormant seed. But you speak to that seed. You come alive. You come alive. And your sons and daughters and your grandchildren who are not serving God right now, begin to declare the fullness of God. That you and your children and your children's children will serve the Lord. Amen? So we believe that. So I encourage you tonight. Eat this word. Declare this word. He watches over his word to perform it. And all of his promises are yes. And so we just declare amen. Hide it in your heart. Spend time in this sweet, sweet place with him. Listen for the voice of the Father in this hour. We're in this time of revival and awakening. I believe it's the one that will usher in the presence of God. And we see dry bones, but what do you see, God? He sees an army. He's breathing his breath of God, and he can save anybody, right? He, if he saved me, he can save everybody, anybody. I came out of, of mainstream rock radio. I was a, a DJ in mainstream rock radio searching and uh, God reached through and he gripped my heart. I was following some bands that were not very good that led me into some dark places and, and living a bad lifestyle. And and one day I just got tired of it. I was voted the top female announcer in the Tampa Bay area. Uh, I was 19 years old, lived on the beach, had a brand new car, I had all of these things. I had this great job at a 100,000 watt radio station on the air every afternoon. But I'll tell you what, when I was alone, I was alone. I was empty inside. I was empty inside and one night I was in my room and I was tired of of just messed up relationships and all the people who worked at the radio station with me were older than I was and their lives were a mess and I just cried out God if you're real would you come would you make sense of my life would you fill me and I tell you that night there was a shower of love like I'd never experienced before literally felt like just a, a shower of his love and cleansing And the beauty of the Lord. It was it lasted for hours, this presence of God, this time with Him. I remember walking downstairs, and my roommate who wasn't a believer goes, What's going on? You're glowing. (laughs) They saw the glory of God because I'd been in the glory of God. And the next day, I was out at the beach and I had a a Bible, my Catholic living Bible that my mom had given me, and it was open on the beach, and I'm sitting there and questioning what happened the night before. And this older gentleman came up to me with white hair and he just came up and I, I never said anything to him i just said hi and he picked up my bible and he showed me in the book of joel he said what happened to you last night was very real and the bible says that god will pour out his spirit and then the last day is that your old men will have dreams and your young men will have visions and god gave you a vision last night and it was real i was like and he walked away i never saw him again i don't know his name i don't know anything but i tell you what then i began to meet believers every place i went And and God reached down and rescued me, and he can do that for you as well and for your sons and daughters. So there are 15 on our team. Stand up. (laughs) This is Savannah, and this is baby Theo. He's our 15th team member, his first mission trip. (laughs) Amen. So good. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your love, God. Isn't he good? God's just so good. He loves you so much. Let me read this verse in Isaiah 57. Yahweh says, let the people return to me, build, build up the road, clear the way, get it ready, remove every obstacle from their path. For this is what the high and majestic one says, the one who fills the eternal realms with glory, Shekinah. God inhabits eternity, filling it with his glory whose name is holy. I dwell in a high and holy places, but also with the bruised and lowly in spirit, he says, those who are humble and quick to repent. I dwell with them to revive the spirit of the humble, to revive the heart of those who are broken over their sin. God's desire is for revival. He didn't come to make bad men good, he came to make dead men live, amen? And he wants to bring and revive our hearts. And his heart is broken over those who don't know him. His heart is broken when he sees his sons and daughters being caught up in the gods of this world. His heart is for you tonight. And so we get to carry that goodness and that glory. I had the privilege of going to Asbury College during the awakening that took place at the college. Have you guys heard about that here? Yes. 50,000 people showed up in a town of 6,300. In two weeks, because they're hungry, we've never had an awakening with social media. We had pastors and people from other countries. One pastor and his wife sold their car in Colombia so they could get to Asbury, tiny little town, two stoplights. Fifty thousand people showed up because they're hungry, and I tell you what I saw. It wasn't. It wasn't really even my stream, if you will. It wasn't super charismatic. It wasn't. It was humility and repentance humility and repentance and it didn't matter who was in the chapel i mean daniel colinda was there and louis giglio and carrie job they didn't say come on up take the microphone it wasn't about that it was this this gen z young people singing the songs we know and there was such a, a repentance and humility young people streaming in the lord was wooing them just like we've read about in revivals where the Spirit of the Lord poured. I mean, there's in the streets in Charles Finney's Day in the Welsh Revival, in the mines, they're singing. The conviction of the Holy Ghost comes out of the streets wherever it and draws people to himself, even without someone preaching the word. They're drawn. I am thinking about Peggy and Catherine, 82 and 84 years old, one blind, one arthritic in 1949 in the Hebrides in Scotland. And they were so broken about the condition of the young people. They were so burning for their congregation and broken. 82 and 84 years old, blind and arthritic And they began to contend and war and stand on Isaiah 44 and the promises of God for, the, for their community. And then the pastor began to get involved. And, of course, you know the story, I'm sure, of that, the Hebrides awakening revival. Duncan Campbell comes, and, and at one point... They walk out of the church service and there's 600 people outside that were drawn by the spirit of God and by the conviction of the Holy Ghost. That awakening lasted for four years in that region because two saints of God were so broken about the condition of the community and cried out for God, for the living God, stood on the promises of God's word and cried out for God to show himself strong. And he did. Amen. Amen. Duncan Campbell says, revival is a people saturated with God. Don't you want to be a people saturated, saturated with God? That people recognize you've been with Jesus every place you go. They recognize Christ in you every place you go. What is it that you carry? Amen. Ah, Jesus. No plan B. We've got to have him. We've got to have you, God. Revival comes when the grip of darkness over people and territories is broken brings greater manifestations of the kingdom of god remember it was even in persecution the book of acts that sent the saints of god out to spread the gospel all over you know we see persecution as intense but look at the growth in the china we just had a friend common minister at our place they got back two weeks ago from china persecution is intense there they work with the underground churches there but it's growing exponentially they're desperate for Jesus. They're hungry for Jesus. And they have to meet in secret. They can't even meet in meetings. They have to, to sing without microphones because they'll be arrested. Will you stand even in those conditions? Will you stand firm as a lover of God, as a son or daughter of God? One of the things, one of the young people stood up and said, what is your audacious ask of God? That's what he said, and I, was, I had to look up the word. <laughs> like, what does that mean? It says, showing a willingness to take surprisingly bold risks. What is your audacious ask of God? And after we went there and we prayed, I'm telling you the glory of God was so strong that even when they weren't in the chapel, there were worship circles and young people saying, Jesus did this for me, who needs prayer for this? And they're just singing worship songs in pockets all over the campus. It was beautiful. And then we went over to Cedarville University, a very conservative Baptist university, where they were gathered in chapel and the spirit of the Lord showed up and gripped their hearts. And, and when they were dismissed, 200 kids came forward. They didn't want to leave. They were on their knees before the Lord. The Lord began to move on their hearts and woo them. And I talked to a young man there. We went and prayed in the chapel and we talked to a young man and he, he shared what God did. And he said, and then the president of the school sent us out two by two to share and to pray over every, other campuses and launched them out how beautiful is that and he said my sister goes to asbury let me show you this and i've read about it but i had a firsthand account i wish i could show you the picture he said that day over wilmore kentucky there was a cloud and if you looked at it the first time i saw it i thought it was a mountain you know how sometimes clouds look like a mountain ridge it was a cloud over the entire city that day and he said His sister said the wind was blowing into Hughes Auditorium from all the different directions. It wasn't just going from north to south, but all the different directions the wind was blowing in. And there was a visible cloud. You could drive underneath it, but it was like a a covering over the whole city. And then I read somebody else's account who said the very same thing. God is desiring to show up. He is desiring to see this generation come to know Jesus. Will you be like those sweet sisters and cry out for the purposes and the will of God? God, your kingdom come. Your will be done. Would you move powerfully in our day? Would you rescue a generation? Revival's not a location. It's a posture of the heart where God responds to the tearing and praying of the saints of God. That's us. And releases fire from heaven. You are the glory container of the living God. And you're meant to deposit his glory every place we go. Every place we go. Habakkuk says, Lord, I've heard of your fame. I stand in awe of your deeds. Renew them in our day. God, would you renew them in our day? You read, I know you know the stories better than I do, of your grandfather. You know what God's done? Was your grandfather correct? Uh, Great grandfather. And what he did, the move of God, and he prophesied about a day that would come. And I believe we're living in that day. We're living in that prophecy. You read about all these revivalists and the move of God that happened, and they prophesied about a time that would come. I believe this is the generation that will bring in the return of Jesus, a generation to prepare the way for the return of Jesus. And so, yeah, the enemy's out to devour, but he's a liar and he's defeated and he's under our feet in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Acts 2. Don't you love that verse? Pentecost. How we need a Pentecost. And you know they were filled again in Acts 4 after they have been arrested and beaten and they come into the house and the place they were in was shaken. And they were all filled. The same guys that were filled in Acts 2 were filled again in Acts 4. God wants to fill you fresh today with the fire and the dunamis power of God so that we can go out and love and speak life over the people that are here. They were all filled and equipped. In the Greek, there are two words used there for filled. One is polero. I'm probably not pronouncing it right, which means filled inwardly. The other is pletho, meaning filled outwardly or furnished or equipped. One is filled inwardly for life. We need to be filled with the spirit for life, for the fullness of God in us. And the other, we need to be filled outwardly for the ministry, to be the hands and feet of Jesus every place we go. We need the dunamis filling of God in this hour. Another revelation, just share a couple nuggets and then we're going to dive into some worship. Is that all right with you? Another revelation God really spoke not too long ago was, you know, David cried out, first of all, you love Psalm 16. I know I, I do too. In, in your presence is fullness of joy. In your right hand are pleasures forever. Let me remind you that David wrote that while Wow, Psalm 16 was written while David was fleeing for his life. Saul and his armies were trying to kill him. He's hiding out in caves. So conditions were not good. And in that place, he was able to say, in your presence is fullness of joy. In your right hand are pleasures forever. No matter what's shaking out here, God invites you to hide out of the shadow of his wing, to abide. He doesn't want to be your vacation home. He wants you to abide, to dwell in him. We live and move and have our being. So we live out in the country in a place in Florida called Mayaka City. It's not a city. It's a blinking light and some cows. But we're about 45 minutes from one front and about an hour and 10 minutes from the other front, both ministry places we have in the city. And, and we have chickens now that I hope my kids are taking good care of while I'm gone because um, eggs are very expensive at home right now. <laughs> but years ago, when we first moved out into the country, everybody gave us their animals, and we decided to have a go at chickens. And that's when I realized it was cheaper to buy them at the grocery store than to, you know, pay for the feed and do that. But one day, there was one of these crazy no-name storms like we get in Florida often. Lightning, thunder, the winds are blowing sideways in this pouring rain. It's nighttime, and I have a mother hen outside with eight baby chicks, and I'm worried about them. And they weren't in the coop. So I put on the rubber boots, I'm covering myself up, and I'm out there looking for my mother hen and the chicks. And what you know, I found her under a bush and all eight of those babies were tucked up under her wing. Not one of them was being affected by the wind, by the rain, by the storm, because they had positioned themselves under the shadow of her wing. God invites you, no matter what's shaking out here, and I believe that things are gonna continue to shake out here even more. Even in that place, we can abide under the shadow of his wing. That's where he's calling us into, that place of positioning. And and, and David said in Psalm 109, he said, we, We read it in our translation, I will pray. But if you go back to the actual Hebrew, he says, I am prayer. I become prayer itself. It changes it from a verb. I'm praying to a noun. You are prayer in this place of intimacy as a son or a daughter. You walk with him so closely that you become prayer in this place of communion with God, that you hear his voice, that you love him. My sister, you are the apple of his eye, how he loves you, you're his betrothed and he loves you. And you know, we read these things and sometimes it's hard to let them make the 18 inch journey from our heads to our hearts, right? That the Lord longs to be gracious to you. He waits on high to have compassion on you. That he exalts over you with joy and he quiets you in his love and he rejoices over you with singing. That his precious thoughts for you outnumber all the grains of sand. When I work with young people, We'll take a tarp and I'll pour out a big bucket of white sand, Florida beach sand, and I'll go, Come, somebody come here and start counting the grains of sand. They all kind of, yeah, right. But the reality is God says in Psalm 139, his precious thoughts for you outnumber all the grains of sand. Daddy, what do you say about me? That he's rescued you because he delights in you. Do you realize who you are and whose you are? When you become secure in that place, You are prayer. You walk in that place of intimacy. You're in love with him. You learn that place of abiding under the shadow of his wing, where he's able to to whisper his heartbeat with you. Don't you want to position yourself there? Just like John the Beloved. John called himself the disciple who Jesus loves, the Beloved. And we think when we read that, well, maybe he thought he was all that. (laughs) You know, I mean, has that ever crossed your mind? Maybe, maybe not. But the reality is he knew who he was. You are the beloved of Jesus. You are the one he loves, and so are you. He loves you. And the apple of someone's eye, do you know what that is? Have you ever been so close to somebody that you see your reflection in their pupil? God says, you are the apple of his eye. How beautiful is that? So I'm going to bring this into third landing. I just want to encourage you. That we would walk as sons and mature sons and daughters of God. Because the Bible says all creation is groaning. The, The Passion Translation says all creation is standing on tiptoe for the revealing of the sons and daughters of God. They're waiting for us to stand up. And that word there, sons and daughters, is not babies. It means the mature sons and daughters of God. There'll be a lot of people getting to heaven in their diapers. But I don't want to be one of them. I don't want to be one of them. I'm looking. I want to be. I want to be that. You know, am I right? I, I, I know you don't either. That we would be people, sons and daughters of God, that would hear the heartbeat of our Father in this day. All creation is groaning. They're hungry. They're longing for the hope that you carry, whether you realize that or not. Watch and see. Ask Him, Holy Spirit. Would you direct my steps today? Show me what you want to do in this hour. You walk into the grocery store. Is there someone I can speak life over? Just love. Say a prayer. You know, listen, buy a cup of coffee for whatever that looks like. This is the hour that we're in. The coming revival must begin with a great revival of prayer, Andrew Murray once said. It's in the closet with a door shut that the sound of the abundance of rain will first be heard. Every awakening is, is conceived, it's birthed, it's sustained in that place of intimacy in prayer. Into me you see. That's what he invites us into. So he's calling us deeper. He's calling us into the deep end. Don't just stick your toe in. He's calling you further to know him, to know him, Jesus. No matter the circumstances, revival is a reality. Friend of mine said recently, a spiritual violence is a necessity in this last move of God. Because the culture has so drifted from righteousness, even whole denominations are being swept into darkness. This is the reality, church. What's going on? The kingdom of God suffers violence and the violent take it by force. We're in a custody battle for a generation. And we know we're not fighting for victory. We're fighting from a place of victory because it's been won at the cross. It's been won. But God is looking for sons and daughters to partner with, mature sons and daughters, who'll say, here I am, send me. You think about Isaiah? Isaiah was a righteous man. He was a mouthpiece of God. But he comes in front of the glory and the the presence of God in such a beautiful way that he goes, woe is me, I'm undone. I've got unclean lips and I live among a people of unclean lips. And you know, the beautiful story is the angel of the Lord takes the coal, touches his lips, cleanses them, that he overhears a conversation between God the Father, God the Son, and God Holy Spirit. Who should we send who will go for us? Oh, pick me! (laughs) You know that was a divine setup. He gets cleansed, rocked by God, sees his glory, and then God says, Who should we send? Would we let him do that? Would we come clean? Search us, God. Let repentance start. Let him do a deep work. Don't justify sin. Don't justify any bitterness, unforgiveness, anything. There's no place for that. Offense, it's got to go. Dead men don't get offended. It's time to let it go, that we would walk as vessels of honor before the Lord, his righteousness, not ours, his righteousness. Let him cleanse us and let's pursue all that he has. Jesus. Thank you, Lord.
3: Yeah, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Shoulder.
0: Jesus, Jesus. Romans says, Do this understanding the present time. The hour has come for us to wake up from our slumber, for our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. As a church, as the bride of Christ, we've got to be awake and alert in this hour. We can't afford to be asleep in this hour. The tragedy of the Titanic was that 1,490 people drowned that didn't have to they were within radio signal of another ship and the ship was receiving their sos the problem was the radio operator on that ship was asleep we've got to wake up it's time for the church to wake up so i'm asking you tonight my friends would you be those that say god search me woe is me i'm undone search my heart spirit of god Show me any wicked way, anything unclean. I don't want to justify it. I don't want to cohabitate with it. I don't want it in my life. Purify my heart, God. Search me, know me. By your spirit, God. By your spirit. Now God, would you take the coal to cleanse our lips? The blood of Jesus, thank you, Lord, that as we confess our sins, you're faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. The blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus washes us, cleanses us, makes us new, a new creation. The past no longer has to define us. We don't have to live in baggage claim any longer. You're not defined by that any longer because you're new in him. Now, Lord, I pray that you would put in our our hearts, our bellies, a hunger for your word. Teach us to pray, God. Teach us to pray. Teach us really how to pray. Prayer that shifts cities. Prayer that shifts our family, God. As we stand on the promises of your word, would you teach us how to pray? Oh, Jesus, we come into agreement with your promises, your desire, your prophetic words over this hour that we're in. Spirit of God, give us ears to hear. I pray for increased discernment in this hour that we would hear clearly the voice of our Father and we would not follow the voice of strangers. And if that's you and you just go, God, here I am, send me, use me. I want to submit to you in every aspect of my life. Jesus, be Lord of every area of my life. I wanna be a mature son. I wanna be a mature daughter. I don't wanna play church. I don't wanna go through the motions. I know you didn't die for Sunday, Wednesday, 10%. That's not what this thing is about. God, you died for all of us, every part of us. And so we say, yes, be Lord. Be Lord of our lives. If that's just you and you just say, God, I just wanna go deeper, I'm hungry. I need a dunamis filling of your spirit today would you stand up with me let's come into agreement we just say yes we say yes we say yes come on make it real between you and him it's nothing i can say to do that only jesus make it real open your mouth begin to declare god here i am god here i am awaken my heart let revival begin in me god let revival begin in me i pray for a move of humility god Of repentance god that you would awaken our hearts, awaken our hearts to first love. Any idols that have moved in, God, I pray in Jesus' name, that they would be torn down. Give us the the courage to, to get rid of them in our lives and stop making excuses. John Malendi is a pastor in Uganda, and he and some pastors came together it's a long story, i have to share it another time, but but the Lord said, how can I give you the land when the idols of the land still live in your heart? It's wrecked me. Like, Lord, what areas do the idols of the land live in my heart? I don't want them there. So Lord, would you search us and show us that in your kindness, God, remove them in the name of Jesus. We repent, bring freedom bring freedom to your sons and daughters we thank you Lord for fresh fire for a fresh dunamis infilling, inwardly and outwardly for the work of the ministry we thank you Lord for ears to hear your assignment in this hour how we love you how we love you how we love you let's just spend some time making that real as we worship them together we worship you thank you Fresh and filling Fresh and filling. Fresh fire. Bring awakening.
5: us to waste this moment I want you to pray in the spirit with me let's pray for revival Lord revival 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 in this nation revival throughout the world Lord it's in our hearts to see revival come to come mightily by your spirit Lord raise up a new generation of believers a new generation Lord I'd love you. Let's call that revival. Let's call that revival tonight in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit Move in Bradford, move in Yorkshire, move in the UK, move in Scotland and Ireland and Wales. Oh la mala Ramalan Indian in England, recall London to salvation. Oh, Oriande, Randy Aladeh, Yajas Kazosha, La Zosha, Lord. Lord, bring revival. Open up the wells, the wells of salvation. Open up the wells, O oh Lord. Let the mighty river of revival flow in the nation, through the cities. Revive your work in the midst of these years, Lord. What Allah made mashsha sa kashap la This day, this day this day new generation a new generation to vibe You, Lord, you will do it. We are confident in our hearts that you will do it, Lord, mightily, mightily in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Every church revived. Every denomination revived, thank you Lord, every ministry revived, renewed, restored. Thank you the front, <laughs> the front, the back, the everywhere, <laughs> up, down, everywhere, you've blessed us tonight, thank you so much, thank you, we pray for the states, for DeSantos, Iran, <laughs> and uh, great things happening there, but we see, we, uh, you know, we want their revival to come here as well. Like at, at the university, something's starting to move in the States, and we're so excited. But we're going to see it here. We want to see it here. Amen. So we're praying for uh, a young generation, a new generation, to come alive in this nation. In Jesus' name. And I'm still young. <laughs> Hallelujah, you too. <laughs> Amen. Thank you for coming tonight. I must let you go. I want you here tomorrow. <laughs> i mean <in> on Sunday. <laughs> God bless you, and uh, well, praise God. It was good to be here tonight, and let's give them a, pra- a hand. Amen. Thank you, the front. You've blessed us tonight. Pastor Denver's church tomorrow, tomorrow night. It'll continue tomorrow night. <laughs> 6.30 at um, 6 or 6.00. 6 o'clock. Oh, okay. Early start, late finish, Okay. <laughs> Six o'clock tomorrow, and that's what's the uh, what's your uh, church name? New Life in Yaden. I call it Yaden or Yaden. Yaden. Okay. Thank you very much. God bless you. Have a great evening, and we'll see you when we see you. Amen. Amen. And once again, thank you, thank you guys for coming. Amen. Thank you guys. Beautiful. Thank you. <clears throat> You can stay for tea if you want. The bit of pizza left over, some crumbs. Yeah, sweet corns. <clears throat>